think we're live. Oh. I think. There's headphones if you want headphones, by the way. Sick. <clears throat> I used to be against the whole headphone thing because I felt like it made the conversation really stale or something, but then I c it's, like, nice to hear yourself. Yeah. Because you can't tell how loud you're being. You know what I mean? Oh, right, for anyways. sure. Um, sup, everybody? I'm going to log on to this shit, so if you guys have anything to say, I can see it. Oh, wow, we can say shit. So, what do you mean, say shit? Well, every time, like, we do, like, a college radio thing, we have to put a post-it note oh, that yeah, says no, no cussing. Oh, and yeah, I just the got internet, baby. so accustomed to it. <laughs> say whatever the fuck you want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that radio thing. I can't believe that's still a thing, even. It to be a sense. Uh, I mean... Whatever. I guess it makes sense, but um, yeah, they gotta charge those fines, make that money somehow. I know, right? Cops. So okay, <clears throat> you're here. We're doing this thing. Yeah. What's uh? You know, you're telling me about your hundredth show. One hundred. One hundred show. Is that of all time or this year or what? Just so I could know. Right. Well, it's it's of all time, but like this project got it okay so and we were up to something like 50 in the spring 40 or 50 and i was like you know what let's double down let's double down on this yeah yeah that's fucking crazy that's I, a lot know. Of shows. I know and where is it where where is the hundred show happening it's at house of machines that's where we had the lollipop hullabaloo fest yeah, this yeah. summer yeah cool so it's one of the coolest venues right now. Yeah, it's my favorite. Right? I love that spot. Yeah. It's and um, Cheap Tissue just played there Yeah, yeah. last week. I feel like right? it's, it's I feel like it's coming up. I don't know. I feel like it should be known as a pretty serious venue in Los Angeles. I, I think it's great. Same. Same. Yeah. Great sound system. Yeah. Easy to work with. There's food. There's it's easy there's to food, get there's to. There's drinks. It's, the sound, sound is good. Yeah. The stage is good. Stage is so good. It's like, I love it. Yeah. I like that you can go in or out sometimes right. too on the big stage if you want to be in show vibe or if you want to just go outside or drink something. Right. Sometimes like when I'm at the Echo and I'm watching a show, it's you're either like in there or you fucking have to leave. You know what I mean? There's no Right. Don't they have no zone. ins and outs? situation too no ins and outs and the smoking section is cool but you don't even feel like you're you know at a show man and like if you don't smoke you know it's it is cool but it's like a hot like a hot box out there <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like you're either getting hot box like inside or by sound or hot box outside by smoke yeah yeah it's true <laughs> yeah how how yeah. did you I, I like we've known each other for years yeah um but I don't know, like, anything about your, much of your backstory. Like, like how, like, wh why you even play music? What got you into it? Why even, right? You know, like, what, what was the sp that initial spark? Do you, well, was it, like, a record? What, did you see someone play? That's was it my so favorite question. Well, rock, like, rock music or, or in like general, music, music in general? Music in general. Like, what was the sp little spark in your creative brain that was like, oh, I got to fucking do this? Well, honestly, I was really young, and I didn't even realize until like recently how like potent that was. I was like, I was like seven or eight, I was like eight, and like my bird died, 
<laughs> That's tragic. <laughs> so yeah, it was fucked up. That's tragic. Yeah, it was so fucked up. And I would, um, I had been taking piano lessons for a few years at that point. So I just started writing a song about my dead bird. Like how yeah. fucking emo is that? It's emo, <laughs> but that's, uh, it's beautiful too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, and then that just like started up with rock music in junior high, you know? Yeah. Um, it was like Ace of Bass tapes and Madonna tapes and Michael Jackson tapes when I was a kid. And then, um, Alanis Morissette and then in, in junior high it turned into like alternative like garbage no doubt yeah, um, of course yeah and then I just I grew up here so I just started going to shows I started sneaking out we're so lucky shows. I know this is like <laughs> I know there's yeah. just so much happening especially when you're young oh, it's fucking awesome yeah 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 so I just started going to shows and I um, and then I ended up uh, coming into my first guitar when I was 15 and I had been playing piano my whole life like a good little Armenian girl my parents <laughs> wanted me to like learn like like Armenian like you know standards yeah, yeah. and just all the standards and and uh, classical training and all that stuff which you know I love I love um, I love that I have that background but you know once I got a guitar it was like all out the window I was like fuck this I'm playing yeah, like yeah. punk rock and so it's so funny and so it was just really you know, getting to see bands like Garbage and getting to, like, experience punk music and, like, X, like, yeah. and yeah. just having access to that world and, and living here and and just wanting to have a different kind, like, my own kind of expression. Yeah. Yeah. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> I guess it's, like, a weird, I don't know, what, what it... Like, what age were you when you started getting into, I'll say, quote-unquote, alternative music? Because I feel like that's such a primitive part of some, a musician's life. When you right. go from playing piano, trying to impress your parents into, like, you know, the, the, the void or whatever you want to call it, like the alternative music world. The void, I I don't know what it. that is, but I, I felt like, <laughs> I felt so, I, feel, I felt guilty, you know, when I started getting into punk music and stuff. Really? Like, I'm a bad this is bad. You bad know? But boy. I, that's what also what like made me love it so much. I love it. You know, I didn't know if that was the same with you or I know everyone's gets into a different, sometimes people's it. parents fucking, they get them into the punk and stuff. For me, it was. You too. Okay. So for you too, it was like rebellious for you too. Yeah. For me, it was like, sense, I, yeah. yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Buffy and then I, and then I snuck it anyway and watched it anyway. And I would, I would see all the bands playing at the bronze and be like really attracted to that yeah you know yeah um were you super into buffy because you couldn't watch it yeah <laughs> totally and then and then i guess i was i don't remember how old i was but i heard nirvana on like some like odd like alternative mtv spinoff or mtv2 channel or something like that yeah. and i didn't even know it was like a radio channel i didn't even know who nirvana was and i called my boyfriend and was like hey like who's this who's this band and I just like held the phone up to the speaker and he was like girl that's Nirvana you don't know who Nirvana <laughs> is I was just I, I wasn't yeah. the the right age you know yeah. like um I hadn't had access to them yet um so it's funny like I heard garbage before I ever heard Nirvana and I heard like all this like trip hop stuff yeah. through the, the Buffy soundtrack um, or, or like watching yeah. Buffy and the bands at the bronze before I ever like knew what like punk 
was. And then I was lucky enough to live in the city and like actually like go to Lydia Lunch's readings and Exine Cervenka's readings and yeah. like actually go and see X when I was like pretty young, like yeah. pretty like a couple of years after that, I feel like yeah. I was able to like go into that world, which, which, you know, yeah, probably helped me feel like I could take steps to like, you know, get a guitar. Yeah, of course. You know, all that. That stuff. was the, the gateway uh-huh. right there. That's crazy. Buffy was my gateway drug. That's so <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. I think it probably was for a lot of people. Right. I would think, and it, it, maybe not musically, but in some capacity, right? Yeah. I feel like that whole era of shows was kind of like that. It was so good. Yeah, uh, so good. I think there's still, I don't know if there's much TV like that anymore. Things are just different now. I know. We have the like one, two season, like Netflix situation, yeah. and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool, but then also it's kind of, I don't know, I miss those super long-running Friends-type shows where it's just... Like, SNL, I guess, is still like that. It's been around forever. True. You kind of can expect it to show up, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. I just miss the, like, the consistency, the super consistent... It's like that. It's like an old friend, you know? Well, maybe the podcast can be like that. Maybe. Let's make we'll 8,000 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping this live thing's working, but... You know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, So you grew up in Los Angeles, like in the city, or did you grow up? Burbs. Burbs, okay. Yeah, yeah. In the valley? Yeah, so it was like Burbank, literal burb, (laughs) burb. (laughs) uh, I I like that. (laughs) Literally burb. You grew up in the burb. Literal burb. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so it was Burbank and then Glendale and then uh, and then Chatsworth. Got it. Yeah. You're a true Angelino. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny. It's so close to like it's far when you're that when you're young, it feels far. But you're like right here. Yeah. You know, you're a quick drive away. Sneak out, sneak out of the house. Get. Oh, yeah. Get the keys. You're here. Yeah. Yeah. Glendale, especially Glendale is deceivingly close. Oh, Glendale, yeah, Glendale. Deceiving, like you, it's like, wow, I'm only two miles away from this place or four miles from that place. Holy shit! Seriously, like yeah. especially like the old Lollipop records too. Like you could literally yeah. take Glen- Glendale yeah, yeah. straight into. Oh yeah, straight into. How long has it been since we were since in that spot? Yeah. Um, geez, I think we moved out of there three years ago. Okay. 2017, so almost three years. Three years. It's been like two and change. We played a show in there, dude. I know, I remember. (laughs) This is tight quarters, (laughs) super tight quarters. It's it's like almost, is it work? Can this work? I don't know. Fuck it, let's try. (laughs) (laughs) I remember we played a show in there. And I was like looking for somewhere to like store my guitar case or something. Probably nowhere. (laughs) And I opened a door, right? I opened a door and then I saw you in this like tiny room. Yeah. Which was the recording room. Yeah. You were like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm just wrapping up a session. And I was like, this is fucking dope. But also, holy shit. Yeah. It's compared to this. Yeah. That place was tiny. Yeah. I loved. I loved it. But it was also, yeah, that kind of thing where you're like, oh, I'm just going to store this little thing there. There's no room for any. Everything had its place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That place was wild. Uh, I remember the shows. Um, were you, was, did you play in there when the walls were white or when they were yellow? Do you remember? 
Oh my god, good question. Probably white. Yeah. We played it was with better when. Pow. Oh yeah, it was when it was white. White. Okay. Yeah, that, I yeah. remember that show. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, it was better. We had doing some before. We had like a different setup where it was yellow in there, and oh. that was just so fucked. It was, it, like, it was it was insane. I, I think there's a video of a guy getting lifted in his wheelchair. Oh my god! Into the room, like people were like putting him on their shoulders, and <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, wait, where's Lilu? Right here. Oh. Just hanging. Cool. <coughs> Lilu the Lilu the pup is here. Lilu. Anyone who's watching. Why why Lilu? What why what's the significance of the name? The fifth element. What's the fifth uh, element? Oh, I don't uh, Hi. There she is. There she is. <laughs> uh the fifth element. Um have you have you seen the movie? No. The fifth element? Uh uh-uh. uh. Dude, we gotta watch it. We gotta do lollipop movie night. Is it so? I'm a, I'm guessing it's sci-fi-ish. Yeah, how'd you know? Just the name, the oh, title. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich, Chris Tucker, and they're like out in like in the future, like taxi cabs can fly. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. When was it? When, when was the movie made? Oh man, ninety eight. Okay. Ninety six. Interesting. I looked. So it they up. were they yeah. were thinking like way in the future. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I want to see that. I wonder if it's on Netflix. If it, it, <laughs> was, was it was it like a I classic? Watched, last watched it. Yeah, total sci-fi classic. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And so there's a character named Lilu or something. I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, protagonist. Cool. That you makes probably sense. know it's like she has orange short hair, and you like probably see a lot of costumes around Halloween. She has like um, white band like band-aid bondage bodysuit situation. I feel like I should know. I feel like I can picture it in my head, but I wouldn't know who that character is. Hmm. Yeah. There's some movies I just, like, people, I don't know. Never fucking seen it, <laughs> you know? It was yeah. like, uh, I've never seen Titanic. What? Yeah, never. People make Titanic references, like, I don't, I've never seen it. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to do a double yeah. feature, but it's, Titanic uh, <laughs> is super long, so that would be yeah. a triple feature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you inspired by film stuff like does that does that shit kind of like soak into your creative process you know i never thought it did but i guess it does i guess it really does I feel like it does just from the little bit we've talked yeah totally well i mean now that you're saying titanic and and like i'm thinking of leo dicaprio i'm thinking of uh the 96, 1996 Romeo and Juliet movie, which oh, yeah. I definitely am inspired by because we just did a cover of Garbage Number One Crush mm-hmm. for Halloween, which was like super like inspired by the movie. And this, that soundtrack was also probably one of the formative ways I got into alternative music too, aside from Buffy. Cool. Yeah. And we did a really fun like... Um, my friend Evangeline, who did the slime video here mm-hmm. for the al- the Soul Songs album trailer, she made this like really fun like fan video for the number one crush song based off of like old clips from the movie and nice yeah. So we you that's know badass. we have fun with it. That's badass for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's you know I never really thought of that makes sense. Being inspired like film and music are sort of especially nowadays are symbiotic and some oh, degree yeah, totally yeah yeah i think you know what it was for me tony hawk pro skater soundtrack oh my N64. god 64 
those soundtracks were so like yeah stacked. that's what got me into punk music really yeah because it had like bad brains and they had an ex uh, los angeles x song was on there yes all sorts of fucking awesome shit. Oh my God. Hell yeah. I remember my yeah. brother would play that stuff all the time and I'd be like, what is this dope ass music? And thank, like, thank Tony Hawk. <laughs> Seriously. I would try to get him to listen to punk all the time and he just wouldn't fucking do it. And then once he started watching or playing. Yeah. Video playing games. Tony Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a like intrinsic way of getting into music when you're a kid. Cause you don't even think about it. You're just in the zone and this music is speaking to you and, yeah. It's crazy. Film, same, th same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay, so you also teach yoga. Oh, my gosh. I haven't in so long. You haven't in a long time. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that until, like, years after I met you that you did that. Well, it's, okay, so it's, like, this hilarious thing I was just talking about with a friend of mine, too, because, like, living in L.A. and, like, building out this artistic life, right? Like, building out all these things you're interested in, I feel like you meet all these cool people who see different versions of you based on what you're doing more of at mm -hmm. a certain time. So there's some people who only know me through me being their yoga teacher. Yeah, interesting. You know? Interesting, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like sense. you and I only for a while knew each other through doing like lollipop records stuff. Yeah. But I think there was like a few years there where like between my first band Tulips and this band, and then I think you were probably living in Arizona at the time. I just like started up a yoga thing yeah. and I would teach like punk rock yoga yeah. at venues throughout LA. Like I would teach, I taught a bootleg for like two years. Wow. Yeah. Bootleg theater? Bootleg theater. Where, where did you do your, in this, like, did you do it on the stage or just like Dude, on the honestly, where didn't I do it? Like it all depended on what was going on at the time because it was such a compound. There were so many rooms, yeah. right? Like, yeah. so there was like the theater room. There was like the side stage, the bar stage. So if there had been a huge theater production the night before and there were like a lot of things in the way, we would do the bar stage. Um, if there had been two really big things going on that week, we would do we would do the other room and like there were some weeks where there was so much construction going on. Like there was one week where we went down into the dressing room and did yoga in the fucking dressing Dang. room. Yeah. It was this really fun modular punk thing. And like, this was, you know, sometimes I don't know how people in the city, like let me do what I want to do. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were like, yeah, do it. And like awesome. people like showed up and we did it. And like, I called you and I was like, hey, I'm going to play 100 shows. Like, is that cool? You were like, yeah, do it. Do whatever you want. You're a lollipop artist. Do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I get away with these things, but I'm really, like, grateful that, like, people trust, like, trust me. Yeah. Because I, I care about, like, what I'm making every time. It's just sometimes yeah. it comes out. I think out that's and why really people trust you, because I think you care. It's apparent that you are a caring person. You care what you do and what. You know. Thank you. You know, it's a good, it's 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 great. It's, it's like way better to be that way than to not give a shit. You right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like sometimes it looks like I like you know it's like okay we're doing yoga in a dressing room like <laughs> that's that's cool with everyone. Everyone was like yeah yeah we're yeah. all doing this together. That's like, the beauty of yoga. I'm, I've never done yoga, but I'm guessing you could do it anywhere, right? You don't yeah. need it outdoors, indoors, you know, wherever. You don't need electricity or anything it's completely dude i never even thought of that 
You're absolutely right. right? So, I yeah. mean, I guess technically it's, it's probably more interesting to do it in, you know, a dressing room or some weird <laughs> place. Yeah. It makes you more comfortable in that, in that, you know, spot you're in. Totally. That's such a good metaphor, too, for, like, you know, expressing yourself or taking care of yourself. Like, you don't really need that much to, like, tune in yeah. or, like, make a song, which you always remind me about, like, hey, like, you could just kind of, like, your approach to recording, which is, like, really, like, fascinating to me. It's like, oh, like, you could just lay it down, like, lay down what you got, and then you're cooking. You're cooking metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> just love food. Yeah. Food and music, to me, are, like, the same thing. It's just auditory food. Yeah. Where it's, like, food's just food, food. Yeah. Music is just, instead of putting it in your mouth, you're just putting it right here. But yeah. I don't know. It's fucking there's no there's these programs you can do like thousands of tracks yeah that won't d get deleted or won't get rusty and fucked up in time you know like old tapes you right. had to you had to do it like you know the tape would get old i mean you the tape would get worn out and you'd have to do it like right then and there and you were limited to however many tracks your machine would allow you to yeah. 24 is the biggest right any mach tape machine has been so it's like 24 you think about modern production you need more than 24 tracks for right. a lot of modern music that's being made so for sure why not take advantage of the unlimitedness of what we have it's crazy yeah and it's only like 60 years ago that would never happen you'd never be able to do that that's mind-blowing to me especially since like music is so much more esoteric than food you know it's mm -hmm. like so it's so cool to work with you because you find a way to make the intangible really tangible. And I don't know, just making stuff feels like so much more rad with Lollipop around. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look at this place. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that, that's like, you know, we're, I don't know. That's our mission, you know? Yeah. Um, Follow your heart. Exactly. Just, <laughs> you know, it's that simple. Yeah. Recording's that simple to me. It's like people complicate it too much. It's like you can record something and if you don't like it, guess what? You just press the delete button. It's that simple. It's not there forever. Dude, that's huge. Especially since like this new record. Like I I mean when we met up a few months ago, I was like, dude, I have half of it. And you were like, okay. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go write the other half. And you were like, why? Like we can build it here. And that's the first time I've ever conceptualized creating music that way like it's never felt like you know just like making a demo or just like knocking something out is one thing but for some reason like I take it so seriously yeah, when that. it's a record and I'm just like oh like I have to have and like especially with my band too we take pre-production like so seriously and yeah. you're like yeah but you could just hash some things out and we could like get it down <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> I don't is, know it's just a yeah, yeah it's huge it's one option yeah I, you know, I think, I don't know. I just try and like, when I, like, for instance, like I'm a fan of your music. I would be more interested in hearing something that was more, that was less thought, thoroughly thought through. And yeah. Like just raw and like, this is me. I made this song the other day. Check it out. Yeah. I just, I think in our era that we live in now, I think that's how music should should be made i think that's how it always ha should have been made but there was the why we take it so seriously is we grew up in an era where you had to take the time to 
you had everything straight, everything figured out because you had the label paying for the studio and then yeah. the, all, you know, the studio had X amount. You had to be there eight hours and you had a clock going and there's like none of that really. Totally. You could take a, a whole year on one song if you wanted to. You can, you can do the pre-production. That could be the recording. Oh you know, it's God, like, totally. and, and then and I feel like <laughs> the fact that artists can do that. Yeah. The listen, like people that want to listen to it, want, they want to hear that shit. Right. No, totally. You know, like, you're like a hundred percent right. And I think, um, a lot of digital based artists are probably, are, we're probably already going there. Like before, you know, possibly like me and me and my old like punk yeah. brain of just like yeah everything <laughs> has to be like super like performed we're gonna have three drummers we're gonna you know what I mean yeah. but you you actually inspired me and like working with you inspired me to stop actively writing this next record because I was like well like you've created this space for us to experiment and like ma- like literally make it here so I have like huge um like there's a track list, but there's like songs that aren't written yet, which is like yeah. huge, a huge exercise in like mystery and like letting go, which is like so. But doesn't that fucking just get like that? Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, it's oh. terrifying. I fucking love it. Bring it on. I love that shit. That's <laughs> like what on. gets me up in the fucking morning. Yo. You know, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have that one thing, but I don't know where it's going to go. What if it turns out really good? Or what if it's just totally shit? Well, I won't know unless I try, you know, yeah. try. And then. Fearless, bro. The reward, the reward of the feeling that you get when you have this unfinished thing and you finish it and it feels right. Mm-hmm. There's no word to describe that feeling. And then you're proud of it. You're like, I want, I want, I want the world to hear this shit. Cause I just, this just came out of me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's how at least. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm here for it. Lilu's here for it. She's wagging her tail. <laughs> <laughs> She's so fucking cute. Oh, yeah. Does she like other dogs? Yeah. She's cool? Yeah. I think she likes humans better. Got it. I think she sees them as like big, big dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's what pets think of us. I think we're just like cats and dogs think we're other cats and dogs. Just. I think you're we, right. We just look different than all the <laughs> other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so you got back. How was your tour? Oh, it was cool. I, mean, I know we briefly talked about it, but I mean, was it was it one of those tours where you got back and you're like, oh my God, I'm never doing that again? Or was it like, I got to do this more? It was like, it was, it was so funny because we did two tours in the summer and they were kind of related to each other, but there was a weird gap in between. Um, and it was one of those things where we got back from the first one, which was like a shorter stint. And we were like, we can't wait we can't wait to go back. And then we were able to just kind of like get grounded for a month or I don't know. I think it was like five weeks. We came back, played the lollipop records mm-hmm. fest, had my birthday and then just went back. Um, and it was, it was weird. It wasn't very conventional, but that's just kind of how it worked out with like all these like really amazing bands we got to support. Um, mm-hmm. we were like, yeah, of course we're going to go back out and like play with these awesome bands. Like, um, and then when we got back, we were like, oh, like, we want to do this for real. Like, and more of it. Yeah. Because it didn't feel like an option before. Got it. 
um, we just didn't really have the infrastructure for it. Mm -hmm. And when we got back, we were like, oh, holy shit. Like, this is our jam. Like, we were actually kind of built for this. And we have, like, really good communication. And That's like, important. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, we could totally do this. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, especially with Miles, too. Miles and I were in Tulips, and we toured together in Tulips for, you know, for yeah. a while. And so it's just, like, so dope that we're like, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. There, yeah, I guess some people, that's good that that was your experience. Because some, sometimes yeah. it's the opposite. We're like, oh, I can never do this again. That was fucking crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've had that before. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess it's like a, you're in moving in the right direction with the band and everything. If that's if it's a good thing, you get home, and you're like, let's go again. You know, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. I mean, like anytime I feel like it's that same sentiment where if it's if it's not working, it means like you're not working. Yeah. <laughs> something with you is not working or something with your band isn't working. And I realized that like anytime I hit a spot like that and it's not even about touring, it could be about any anything creatively like anytime I hit a snag like that I'm just like oh there's something I'm not looking at here or like there's something that doesn't work for the collective mm -hmm. or doesn't work for me and and if that's gonna be something that leads me to making shitty art like I don't want to continue yeah. down that path like I just want to stop and be like okay yeah. like what's going on because if I'm going to be making shit art I'm going to feel like shit because art is how I'm like coping with this whole like Absolutely. life yeah. thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like totally. that's how I'm that's how I'm navigating everything so so anytime I've and I've definitely had like weird experiences where I've been like oh shit not doing that again <laughs> yeah yeah you kind of have to have those unfortunately yeah but yeah I, know, I feel you <laughs> yeah. I feel you I used to I don't know about you but I used to really my whole like identity was my music yeah I feel like it worked for like X amount of years and then it, yeah. I, it came crashing down really hard. Oh my God. I don't know if that's the same with you or I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you like, do you, do you identify solely with like your music and your art or is it just a piece of the bigger puzzle that is Talling Kali? You know, is it yeah. just a piece of the, the big, you know, is it, is it like, <laughs> is it the finger of the hand and the body of the art? <laughs> I don't know. For me, pie. it was everything. It was like, it was, to it was everything. And it totally, uh, yeah, I don't try not to view it that way anymore. Same. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've, I used to view it that way and it like hijacked my life. I felt like that's how like shit got hijacked. Like, and I, like, you just talked about like how you for like felt burn, like Bernie, like you burned out. Yeah. Like I would, I definitely burned out. Like anytime like that's happened, and not just with music, like with any art form. Mm -hmm. I feel like anytime I've like identified a lot with it to the point where like I felt like I needed it to look a certain way. That's that's already like yep. clinging and that's fuckery. Like yep. that's like you're making shitty work. Yeah, that's definitely happened. Like it was definitely like that with tulips for sure. Got it. And it like led me to like overplaying a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I would overplay. Yeah. Like I remember we did like, we did like two shows in a day once and then like a festival the next day or something. Dang. Yeah. So you were just 
constant. And then, yeah, fucking. and it, that's different from touring. Like, it was just like, I don't know. Plus, we were like, we weren't really preparing for it. We weren't really like prepping for it. Like, yeah. and that, I burned out real quick. Yeah. That'll happen. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm always curious to hear my friends' stories because it happens a lot. I mean, that's, that's the bad, you know, negative side of. There's a lot of b- bads to being an artist, I think. Yeah. That's one of them, I guess, for musicians. I've, you know, just friends of friends and yeah. going through it myself. It's burning out is really easy to do. Totally. And I'm not saying that I don't play two shows in a day and then a festival now because I definitely, like, yeah. as I was saying it, I was, like, thinking about how, how I was treating it back then versus how I'm treating it now. And that's, like, the answer. The answer is, like, I think I just have, like, more tools now to not burn out. Yeah. And, like, if I'm going to be doing something like that, I'm going to be approaching it not in this way of, like, clinging to the outcome and then, like, oh, we're going to, like, you know, just, like, you know, play these two shows in a row to rock and roll and party. Like, you know, it's more intentional now. It's, like, oh, this is, like, part of my part of how I want to express myself. How do I do it safely? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I like also like, you know, like how's everyone vibing? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's weird. I feel like you have to burn out in order to know not how to not in order to not burn out again. Right. It's like a weird thing. Right. It's weird. So it's like the same with suffering. You have to suffer in order to recover. You know, recovery doesn't exist without suffering to some degree. Right. In any fashion. I don't know. Absolutely. It's a weird one. It's a hard pill to swallow. Lilu agrees. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. Because if you don't go to your edge, you don't know what you're made up of. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or like, Like how do you know? How do you know when you're burning out or when you're anything, anything extreme, when you're sad, when you're happy? How do you know unless you if you don't ever push it as close to the fucking edge and you'll never know? How do you know if you've had too many cookies, Wyatt? <laughs> uh, I know when I don't even taste them anymore. Oh, and damn. it's just, it's, yeah, that's when I'm like, oh god, I don't even taste this shit. Oh you know, shit! Yeah. I yeah. thought of you today. I was, I was on Twitter and I was like bored, and I tweeted cosmic cookies, and I was, I thought of you because I was gonna, because <laughs> I was gonna see you today. I was like, Wyatt loves uh, cookies. I do. It's a bad. It's a. You know, I've been two weeks without cookies. Dude, what? Raw. Totally just stopped. I have little <laughs> bits of chocolate. Because I'm like, it's bad. I don't taste them anymore. It's like serious. I don't taste them. Like they're in my mouth and I chew them and I swallow them and no taste. Just, Damn. but my body, I just is like, give it to me. Mm-hmm. It's bad. That was me and cigarettes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're like so right. When you don't taste them anymore, that's when you know it's like, you're not even there for the, co- the cookie. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're just there for, you know. That there's something there that's filling some sort of void that you don't know how to fill. Right. And uh, you just, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Have it's you really ever bad. <laughs> Cigarettes is like, it's the same. Cigarettes actually, yeah, it's like the uh, sugar yeah. and t- t- nicotine and I don't know what, it just like hooks you in. Mm-hmm. So good. Man, cigarettes is really hard to quit. Yeah. Really Do you smoke? I forget if you smoke or not. I smoked for 14 years and I quit after tulips. Did you just quit just totally raw or did you taper? How did well, you do I it? tried to quit and then like we kept going on tour. So yeah, yeah. You like gotta smoke Miles tour. and Angie would light up and I'd be like, oh, okay, let's yeah, go. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then after 
after Tulips broke up, I like was able to quit and like stay not quit. And then Miles joined up telling Kali and I was just like, dude, don't smoke in my car. <laughs> just don't smoke in my car. And yeah. you know, it's, it's been fine. I think, um, once I quit, 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 not just like, Oh, I'm quitting and then going on tour, quitting and then going, to- going on tour. Like yeah. once I made that decision and I did it, I never went back. Not is, once. Is there any time you're like walking by a group of people smoking and you just get that, smell and those neurons start to come back up and you're like oh i want it no you don't feel that way no it was like that before but when i actually like when i stopped quote unquote trying to quit and when i was just like ready to do it like and no one can make you ready like you can't even make yourself ready like and that goes with like leaving anything or you know like changing anything like if like if I feel like I'm ready, then I'm ready, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. once that readiness came, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, so when I smell it, I don't want wow, it. Wow, yeah, you got, you got the strength. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like my, when my dad uh, quit smoking, um, he used to carry a pack of cigarettes around in his front pocket. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he was like, that's how I know, like, my conviction is that so makes sense. Yeah. strong. And I was like, you're a fucking masochist. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like holy that, shit. That, that's ballsy for sure. I Isn't mean, there's, there's a cool? lot of people I've, I've, I've known that would just put a cigarette in their mouth and not light it Whoa. and just walk around with a cigarette in their mouth and then like, you know, twirl around their fingers, but wow. not smoke it. And that was their way of, you know, really getting past, you know, the addiction. That's so intense. Which is, yeah, that's intense. That's I would just cave. Like, I would cave so quick. Out of the pocket, out of the pack, and yeah. into the hand. Like in your, you know, it's like <laughs> all you need at that point is just a little, and you're and you're there. Yeah, but but you don't need it. I guess not. Yeah, more power to you if that's how, if that's how you're doing it. Would you ever walk around with a cookie in your pocket? Fuck, I'd eat that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> I can't even have him in the kitchen. I told all my friends, don't have him anything around me. Don't talk about sugar. Don't mention anything about sugar. Yeah. Don't fucking. Oh shit! Like, and here I go asking you. No, it's all fucking good. Cookie. I'm such a. Dick. It's all good. You didn't know. You didn't know. All right. It's all good. All right. And I've been I've been good. I've been two weeks. I caved. I relapsed once. Okay. Where I had a whole box and just fucking felt so good. I'm proud of you. And then, but nuts. No, yeah. Relapse is part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the process. I don't know. Do you have anything like that now? Like, are you in? Like, what? What's your? Uh, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure, but what's your uh, vice? Or do you have a vice? <laughs> Is it uh, rewatching Buffy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's rewatching Buffy. No, I like everyone's I got a vice. <laughs> everyone's got something that they fall back on that feels good. <laughs> Yoga, that'd be a good vice. Oh no, that's my virtue. A virtuous, virtuous, got it, virtuous. Um. Yeah, I mean, just pleasure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. What, um, what about, what is it about yoga that does it for you? Like, what, what made you, you know, like, what, what is it? Same question I had with music. Like, what, what, what feeling do you get from doing it? What, what's the benefits? Yes, the do best you, question. Why do you dude. recommend it to people? Why, why do I recommend it? Well, there's so many ways to connect with ourselves, right? Like our true selves, like our breath, our like who we are, as opposed to all the shit that gets 
piled up on us throughout the day, like anxiety or like cultural stuff, societal stuff. Um, and like yoga is like my way of finding the connection with my own breath and my own body in a really similar way that music does. Got it. Yeah. And so like when you're singing, you're taking really deep breaths or, you know, playing music, like you're in your instrument, you're like using your body and moving your body in order to like help get your mind in a place where you feel like you're kind of connected with your true nature in yeah. a way rather than attachments, yeah. um, vices, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that like doing yoga and having that parallel because I have burned out on music before and sometimes mu music felt like too much activity like, yeah. for me to go into safely, like yoga would be a way for me to like access that. The other like, side. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not that music has a negative connotation, not mm -hmm. that playing, playing music is like ever harmful. It's just sometimes I'd like pick up a fucking guitar and think I was like on tour and like, like thrash out a song and it wouldn't feel yeah, I mean, like too healthy. much of too much of anything is not healthy, right? Yeah, so. yeah, and then also like sometimes you gotta have the silence in order to hear your next record or hear that next yeah. like hear just that next inspiration. Like you can't always be doing right, Absolutely. and sometimes music can feel like or the pressure to create can feel like it's eminent. Um, and I think yoga just helps like anchor me to like okay, like it's okay to be just breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, my friend Yumi Sakagawa has this beautiful quote and illustration that says, sometimes it's okay if the only thing you did today was just breathe. And that's... I love that. Yeah. It's like, hey, like we're actually enough, even yeah. if we're not, you know, or are making or doing anything. Like, it's like a nice state. Of, it's like a state of being. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. I mean, that that's living. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. just living, being alive. Totally. Yeah, it's that's cool. I like that. I like that. I'm going to try and uh, keep that stored in the my Wait. mantra closet. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you want a cookie, listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. I've never done yoga. I've never tried. Ever. Let's do lollipop yoga. I'd love to. And Let's I, do it. So I, I know so many people that do yoga and swear by it and it's just like part of their life and yeah i don't know i just never i don't know why i feel embarrassed to go do yoga i don't know why i like to do stretch in front of people and be all physically vulnerable well okay how about this remember the last time i was in here i brought in all those singing bowls yeah okay so that was technically like a meditation and you were like sampling them yeah and remember you were like, whoa. I felt like I was on drugs. Uh -huh. like that took me to a different <laughs> level. That was like a deep hyper meditation. So yoga would be that, but while you're moving, right? So, yeah, and explain, wait, what, what do you call that? The bowl, what, what, is there like a name for that kind of thing? Yeah, what sound, is sound healing. Sound like healing. Okay. Sound bath or sound healing. Yeah. That and was incredible. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe we sampled a bunch of bowls in the studio. Yeah, I forgot we did. Crazy. Yeah, I forgot we did that. That was cool. Whoa, Lilu. <laughs> she wants some sound healing. Yeah. Does it have you ever done that with her in the room? Like does yeah. she does she feel like does she even get, you know, tripped up? Not tripped up, that's the wrong word. In a zen state. 
Yeah, she loves it. Man, I don't know what. She loves it, but I can't tell because, like, sometimes there will be drums in the next room. And, like, there's been a time or two she's, like, run into the room and been like, this is cool. Yeah. Interesting. So I can't, I can't really tell. Yeah, I would. Uh, are there places you can go and get what 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 is I'm trying to think yoga you go and do yoga if yeah. I wanted to have a sound bath what is that called like is there places you'd go you to go? a sound you'd go to okay so you could go to a yoga studio that does a sound like incorporates sound okay into the class or you could go to you could go to a, there's this really cool place where I where I learned how to do this called the Sound Bath Center in Eagle Rock. And they have one like almost every night, I think. And then um, I could always play the sound bowls for you while we're (laughs) making the album. Or like I could do yoga breaks for for all of us. I wonder I wonder if you could if you put on headphones with like the ones we sampled, if you could still get into that state of consciousness. Or if it's different because you have to be there in person. You know what I mean? I wonder if it translates over headphones. We should figure that out. Like, we should see what the frequency is on those samples. Because if the frequency can somehow simulate being there, like, because it's all about getting your brain in the theta state. Okay. And that's all physics, no? I don't know. Theta state, that's like some sort of close to being asleep. Mm-hmm. type of thing right yeah. yeah and that's when your mind is really vulnerable to like and vulnerable in a good way to like suggestion so like like um hypnotism works that way they get Got your it. brain in the theta state and you're vulnerable to suggestion and like that kind of helps you like release patterns or just mm-hmm. you know like it's speaking to your subconscious in a way yeah and like i wonder yeah yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. such a good question. Yeah, that'd be uh, interesting to find out. We should. Find, I mean, we have it. We, <laughs> we might have as well, it. You know, <laughs> should try we put it. it on SoundCloud and like ask people <laughs> if it works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just close your eyes and turn the lights off and see if this works. Yeah. But that that shit blew my mind. I, you know, I'm a semi skeptical person when it comes to just anything. Yeah. And I felt fucking. You know those head th- things that you that like scratch that go yeah. down. Your, I felt like you were doing that like inside <laughs> of like my fucking soul. That's oh like, shit! That's the only way I can describe it. It's just scrubs out. You know what out, I mean? It's like, just like just yeah. I don't know what that. It I just want, felt really good. I want that. I want yeah. that. I'm, yeah. Could you? But well, if, I feel you, that while I'm playing it. You do. Yeah. Okay. That's, that was gonna be my question. Yeah. Do you? If someone was to do give you a sound bath, mm-hmm. would it? You knowing how to do it, would that affect, would you be like, oh, he's doing it wrong? Oh, he's, my God. You know what I mean? Like, would that affect? Right. Well, it's like seeing a, uh, if you, like, went to a rock show and, like, was like, this drummer fucking sucks, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you're like, I can't okay. get into it because yeah. he's not. <laughs> but, I see what you're saying. But if the drummer's, like, you're so like, you, but So you have a bar, like, they, they have to be good. They have to be know, know their shit. Like, if I just yeah. went on him and just started doing shit, you'd be like, the fuck you wouldn't get probably wouldn't get there right well you probably get there pretty quickly because you're a musician so you're like intuitive and you're also like you're a drummer first right like drumming yeah your first yeah, yeah. yeah so like you have a really good sense of how that bowl's gonna resonate like and you you'd probably pick it up like that like Got it. but say say yeah. i didn't say i was just some guy you met on the street and yeah. 
was trying to give you a sound bath, I feel like it probably would. I, I feel like you wouldn't be able to get to that place. Like, you have to know what you're doing, basically. You do, because there is, like, a certain buildup and, like, a certain amount of time that, like, certain parts are, like, beneficial to play to get the mind yeah. to unlock. It's all about... It's all about playing in a way and sequencing the the sounds in a way where you build up, you build up, you build up, and then after the right time, the right, right amount of warm-up time, you start to really flood the bowl. So you start to flood the sounds, and you flood the lower note mostly. Got it. Because uh, that's the one that, grounds you the most and so what ends up happening is like you're just flooding your ears with so much stimulus that you're not even thinking anymore and all those extra thoughts that we're not even somehow sometimes conscious that we have like oh i have to like repark my car or like oh man i wonder if like my dog has enough water or like uh, I wonder if I'm going to be able to write the next song before Wyatt comes in. <laughs> like, um, all that yeah. shit, all the background noise, and, like, and that includes, you know, like, our programming, our cultural, like, everything, yeah. or baggage, all that stuff, stops. Can you imagine? It's like going to sleep. Like, yeah, that's how I felt. Stops. When you did that. Yeah. So when that everything shit stops. Even, I didn't want it to end either when you were doing it. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to go back. To, I don't want, to go I don't want back. my brain to get turned on again. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It really does. Well, it, it really helps people because if you're like, okay, so like we're like monkeys, right? Like we're going to get really good at any pattern we learn. So if we're like on a bad pattern, like on, on like, you know, like, oh my God, like I want another cigarette. I don't know what I'm going to do, whatever, shit like that. Or like something's bad for me or, yeah. or just like, you know, like a pattern that doesn't serve you anymore. Yeah, just habitual, you know, bad habits. Yeah. And so if that you're could be thoughts too. like, that could be thoughts too. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. It's like, if you're pressing pause on that and you're putting something good in the container instead, like, can you imagine like how much potential that gives someone to catch up with themselves or like to just like oh, yeah. give you like, or like with chronic pain, sometimes uh, the case with chronic pain is like, you know, repeated thoughts or repeated experiences so can you imagine like the chance that gives someone to like stop that pattern for a little while i can't imagine how yeah it's like a new lease on like your yeah your spiritual being for a little bit yeah um and that like the hope is that that kind of gives you a new tool Mm -hmm. to help redirect to find a pattern that is more helpful rather than harmful mm-hmm. yeah and i haven't done this work in so long because i started doing more music and writing this year and mm-hmm. you're making me miss it so much today uh, like i it's yeah. just interesting i would be like I, yeah i would regret not asking you about it because it's yeah. so interesting and it's not uh i don't know it's just like i it's just so fucking interesting to me thank you that shit. like what <laughs> like what in general is it is it your own personal demons and, and anxiety and, and stress that led you to doing these things, you know, like sound yeah. baths and yoga and all these things. Yeah. 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 Got it. Just like too many underworld journeys, man. I was yeah. like too many of those. And I was like, oh, I need more tools. I want to be like, my job is to make more things. So if I can find things that help me make more things, yeah. I'm doing a good job. And like along the way, if I'm like, 
able to like help some people too, then that means I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. We yeah. should put some of those samples on the new record, no? Oh, yeah, definitely. I really want to, maybe I'll do that later, is, is like export those samples. Yeah. And I want to see if I put on headphones if it does the same oh thing. Oh, my God, you have to I'd let me know. I'd be really curious because <laughs> yeah. I felt like being in person was really, I feel like it'd be hard to get that feeling on a recording. Yeah. Something about, I don't know what it is. Well, it's the acoustics. Like, well, it's like we're 70% water and those like bowls are made of crystal and they're just like the frequencies and having them like on your person in your cells. There's just something that's probably impossible to replicate. I feel like also what did it for me was the fact that in that moment, it was another conscious human being doing supporting that sound totally for me there's something there's some sort of weird like um i don't know if it's like i felt connected to you necessarily but you helped me it was like you were like guiding some sort of like i don't know it's like talking to a therapist in a way yeah it'd be different if you're talking if you're just talking to a wall yeah which is i feel like what a recording would do because it would just be like sounds that are coming into your head but when you're in a room with someone somebody else that's literally making those sounds yeah that's i don't know how that's maybe i'm wrong but yeah there's some something like uh soothing that you can't replicate totally you know totally yeah it's cool shit well it's like you could say the same for live music right yeah same right Mm -hmm. i mean there's something special about being in a room with the artist performing Mm -hmm. there's just you can't capture that i don't know for me live records you know don't oh right don't do it for me. Right. Like, same. Just, Dude, same. You know what I mean? Just don't. <laughs> yeah. I get it, and they are fun to listen to, but it's just different than seeing them live, you know? Totally. It's just totally, totally different. But right now, what you're saying just makes me want to put those samples through uh, fuzz pedals so bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all I want to do with the rest of my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll do it. We'll do it. Let's do it. Oh, fuck yeah. It'll be awesome. I'm yeah. just like, how many pedals can we hook that up to? Shit. Yeah. I feel, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, standing offer, I could play those bowls in the studio for you anytime, dude. Yeah, that shit was amazing. Yeah. Love it. Now, and now I'm like, man, I got to try yoga. I got I to gotta try this shit now. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm like, it, this stuff's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, med- med- do you meditate? Are yeah. Are you into meditating? Every day. Every day. Yeah. It's part of your thing? Yeah. Do you, how many do you do it, like, once a day or in the morning, at night? What's your thing? I do it ideally... Well, I do like writing meditation, ideally before I talk to another human being in the morning. Okay. Because that will just help <laughs> so much. I'm not a morning person. Got it. Got so it. So okay, I do okay. writing meditation, like I do writing uh, for an hour every morning, and then. When you mean writing meditation, are you just letting your mind like go yeah. off? Yeah. Like you're just not even. You're just letting your mind write itself. Yeah. Brain dump. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. It's it's really cool. I've been doing it for three years. Wow. Yeah. And then I do this other cool meditation called an embodiment meditation every day, too. It's about 25 minutes. That's cool. That sounds intense. Uh-huh. And it just helps me get out from outer space and live inside yeah, my body. Yeah, it tethers you to reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I, do, I, I have to do that stuff before I play music. Because sometimes when I play, I'm up there. And yeah. that's not good because I forget that I need to. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's super fucking important. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, because no. like, I, I mean, especially with drums, no? Yeah, but for, I don't know. It's di- I think it's different for everybody. For, for me, yeah. p- playing, I'll be in outer space in the moment I am playing music with somebody, that tethers me to the moment. I could be, there's times I've been having a panic attack and walking on stage being, literally being, I can't play, I can't play, I can't do this. Yeah. And I'll start playing and it instantly tethers me to the moment. Like just, wow. You know what I mean? So yeah. mu- to me, that I, I think that's what music does to me. It just tethers me yeah. in general. Like um, it doesn't take me away. Like yeah. for a lot of people it does and that's amazing. For me, it's opposite. Wow. It's totally, um, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It just sucks me into the, the moment. That's like, it, the present moment, right? Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. I love that shit. Everybody needs that. God, yeah. Everyone needs something like that in their life. Oh, totally. You and know? it's the same, like you were saying when, like I was playing the bowls for you, like that other human, like it's yeah. almost relate. It's re- relational when you're playing with people. Yeah, it is. Too. I feel like it helps the, per- it helps the person providing to be in the moment and it helps the person obviously on the receiving end of it to be t- more tethered. There's something about, you totally. need like duality of personality or two, two people is th- something about, like you and I right here is like it tethers some sort of moment. Whereas if I was just talking into this mic on fucking YouTube, I don't think I'd be as, w- I don't know. I wouldn't be as anchored to reality. You know, like you need people in your life. Like you need people. Yeah. You, know? you do. You do. Even if you're, I'm the most fucking antisocial, you know, cave dwelling guy. <laughs> I, I, I know like I am more tethered to reality and I feel better when I'm around even if I don't have to talk or anything, just being around people. Yeah. You know? Me too. Super important. Me too. I've had my lone wolf years where, like, especially, like, before uh, making soul songs, super, like, wrote a lot of soul songs in, like, super isolation. Like, some yeah. of those overdubs, super isolation. Yeah. And it didn't start getting real until, like, I brought my bandmates in. and Crazy how that yeah. will do it, right? Mm-hmm. Just we don't have to. We don't have to be in a vacuum. We don't have to make stuff in a vacuum. No, yeah. I think there's yeah, there's time and place for it for sure. But there's something just in life in general, mm-hmm. being surrounded by. It's not like, oh no, it's a weird thing. I've been trying to work through because I'm I'm pretty happy being alone for the most part. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do tend to get into that outer space thing pretty quickly. Whereas when I'm surrounded, like when I'm here at Lollipop and they're you know got everyone around, we're working and we're doing shit really hard for me to like get to that outer space mode because there's just realities yeah happening you know yeah music does that the sound bath and there's a lot of things that could do that exercise dude yeah i mean there's been Um, some days like you were saying about going on stage having a panic attack there's been some days where i've gone into like the studio to rehearse and just been like i don't know how i'm gonna move my body like i'm so or like i don't know how i'm gonna be present for this yeah um but because there were people who were bringing parts of themselves into the space it just kind of supported what i was unable to give and just kind of like we're we're social creatures at the end of the day, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, uh, I think that's why bands exist. Right? There's some weird special thing when groups of people come together and make something. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You just can't, there's no other way around it. Yeah. Yeah, there's something beautiful about that. Yeah. <laughs> Miles, 
sent me this article. Or no, Miles, when we were making soul songs, he was talking about how when a certain um, group of people play music together for a certain amount of time, their brain waves start moving in the same patterns. Wow. And that's why anytime there's like, I don't know, I don't know if you've ever like had someone quit your band or like, oh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Had that's why it never, shit. yeah, like even if there's no drama, if there's like someone who leaves the dynamic, it's just like you feel it in your, as a musician, like you feel it in your spirit, you feel it in oh, your heart. Fuck because yeah. You're like, or like sometimes like I'll hear, Sometimes I'll hear something a friend of mine has, or a former bandmate of mine has played on someone else's record, and I, I you feel, feel it. I feel it. It's so cool because they, they're cool. a part of you. Yeah, you, you're like pair bonded in this like yeah. fucking crazy way. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's so cool. It's really cool. Yeah, wow, it's fucking incredible. Woo, something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that shit's crazy. I've had similar things with one specific person that. I, I had played music with for so long and I'll hear something, I'll hear something even not knowing it's him. I'll be like, wow, that seems really familiar. You know, like that feels, oh, that was him playing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's so, you know I mean, it's, that's it's so, so cool. weird. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't, yeah, there's just, I don't know. The connect, the, the power of like just connection is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like really it's like cool meeting, that yeah. we get to do that with music. Like not everyone Everyone can play music if they want to, right? But I don't know. It just feels like a special, a special moment. I I always say this to you when I'm here. Like I'll be like, I feel so lucky. Like, it's a privilege getting to like share music. Oh, for sure, it's yeah. a privilege. Yeah. Yeah, we are very lucky. Yeah. I think though, yeah. I don't think it has to be music. Like I try and, I think there's so many ways of co- connecting with other people that you don't even think about. Just like ordering food and connecting with s- someone working even, like you know what i mean or oh my god connecting yeah. with like uh <laughs> i don't know you know what I'm saying? like there's like yeah. millions of connections you make all day you don't think about like no i know going I know. and getting groceries you know and <laughs> yesterday i had to get my blood drawn and like i had the most like intimate moment with the woman drawing my blood <laughs> i feel like i made like a like a spiritual connection yeah i just started fucking crying really <laughs> yeah i was just wow. like i'm sorry i'm crying it's just yes. <laughs> that's yeah that's fucking that's cool though that's, i don't know i mean that's yeah. just there's something to be said about that i yeah. feel like you know life is pretty depressing as it is but if that wasn't a part of it i it would be really i mean talk about like no sense of purpose mm-hmm. I mean, you have if you if you take human connection out of the equation it's real life has really no fucking purpose Mm -hmm. so i think there's something to be said about that for sure are you are you scared of needles no were you like flipping out it was just a a spiritual thing gothic emo like just like a i just don't i mean who likes getting their blood no but but some people are like well faints you know if you get a needle around them i didn't know if you're no, 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 that wasn't the case. I was just like hypersensitive and I was just like, oh. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My dad's, my dad's hyper scared of needles. Yeah. Like, won't do it. Will not do it. Like his biggest fear in life is having an IV. Oh, you know? shit. Yeah. Which is crazy. For me, I would get, 
I don't give a shit about needles. For some reason, I don't know. They don't bother me. But um, I don't know. Is there anything uh, anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. Well, now that we're talking about needles, now I want to <laughs> get <a> Lollipop <laughs> Records tattoo. Oh, shit. Join the club. Yeah, right? You have one, right? I do, yeah. Me and Iggy have one. Dude, that's fuck. I want one. I'm trying to think who else. Tracy Bryant has one. Robert Billy Changer has one. Um, Cameron Allen from, from Froth has one. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, there's some, I think it's, I think that's all. I'm, I'm next. Yeah, do it, do it. I got this tulips one right here. I'm doing another one right here. Where, where should, hmm. I got to think where the lollipop one will go. <laughs> I got to think about it. Maybe like right here. There you go. That's where I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah. Oh my God. Iggy has yeah. it in the same spot. Oh. And I think Robert has his on his arm too. I think everyone has. Oh, Tracy has it on his leg. Yeah. Yeah. I might get an ankle one. That might be cool. And Cameron has it on his arm, but he actually had his say lollipop records. Oh, okay. Whereas all of ours just say lollipop. His says records, which is like, that's really ballsy, man. Yeah. That's like, that's very fucking, you know, no questions asked. You know, this could be whatever. Lollipop, what's that? You know? That's Lollipop records is like, die dang, hard. Dude. Die <laughs> hard. Uh, but yeah. Thanks for coming by. Dude, thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> this was so fun. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Hopefully this live thing works, you know? Um, yeah. Let us yeah. know. Yeah, let us know. People in the world. We had one person talking about the Echo. Oh, cool. Live Nation. Yeah. Echo's owned by Live Nation. Yeah. They are now. Yeah. Yeah, I forget that because nothing's changed there. Right? Oh, like well, I haven't. When you I go haven't to the Echo, I, like, yeah. like, aesthetically, it looks exactly the same. It but still looks the same. But it, Live Nation does own it. I forget that. Yeah, we played there the weekend that got announced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we... We didn't notice anything. Yeah, we didn't. Oh, Lilu, we didn't notice anything. Yeah. Um, it's still the same. I was there, yeah. what was it, last two weeks ago. Oh, like, cool. I, yeah, actually, until this person, Alexander Lawrence, until he commented, I had no idea. Oh, I know Alexander. I Hi. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Cool. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having no. us. Yeah. No All right, well, see you at the show. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Lila is up here. Yeah, I guess. Um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. When, is, when is the show? It. Um, the 21st, right? Yeah, December 21st. Uh, you're spinning. Are you doing records or? Whatever you want. I got records. Yeah, whatever you want, man. You know, whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, I know every venue's got like a different thing. Some people do the digital thing. Right, right. Well, I'll let, I, yeah. I can do it either way. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lilu <laughs> kissing me and the microphone. This is so funny. so funny. Cool. See you at the show. See ya. See you guys.